2: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: I've,
1: I've had enough. We haven't even hit free agency yet, officially. What is today now? So today's officially Wednesday as we turn the clock you know, past midnight here. So we've reached Wednesday. Free agency is officially Thursday, 5 p.m. And for Major League Baseball, of course, because what else is there? And I've already had it. I, I'm just sick and tired of, and, and don't get me wrong. I want to see Jacob DeGrom back with the Mets. And I want to see Aaron Judge back with the Yankees. But I'm tired of the non-stop, and I get it, there's you know, nothing really going on right now until free agency officially hits at 5 o'clock on Thursday, and then these guys can go talk to other teams and see what other offers they want to have, blah, 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 blah. But there are two entities, I guess. One's a player, one's an organization that I'm fed up with. And I'm going to start with the Mets. I'm fed up with Jacob DeGrom. I'm so sick and tired Of hearing about, and you know, and I'm part of it too, because I've told you throughout the course of the season, if you're paying attention to these shows, and why wouldn't you? By the way, I know it's late hours, but if you can't listen live, you could always get it on the free Odyssey app the next day, or download the podcast. But I've been telling you, you know, the stuff that I've been hearing for years, not just the last couple of weeks or the last couple of days, stuff that I've been hearing for years about DeGrom hating it in New York and not wanting to be here and blah, 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 blah. And look, maybe some of that comes from a bad day. Maybe he vents to certain people or people get wind of certain things. I don't know. And I don't give a crap anymore. Jimmy cracked corn and I don't care. Just get a deal done. The Mets wanted Diaz. Diaz wanted the Mets. What happened? Deal got done. And we'll get to the Yankees and Judge in a second. But if the Mets want DeGrom, and by the way, I'm not faulting the Mets here. I'm faulting the player. Not that he shouldn't be able to go out there and see what's available and see what kind of offers he could get, but I'm faulting the player because the Mets reportedly are prepared to make DeGrom a substantial offer. That's what we talked about yesterday. And then the conversation yesterday as the report from Andy Martino or the update, maybe not a report, but an update from Andy Martino of SNY, was that the Mets are ready to make DeGrom a substantial offer. They have not heard from his camp. They have not been in contact with his camp. Well, today, they have reportedly at least been in contact with DeGrom's camp. Whether that's his agent. Who the hell knows what the, what camp it is. Roy runs a kid's camp. I don't care what it is. They've been in touch with DeGrom's side. And... You would think, okay, well, that's a a good starter. But it doesn't seem like it's anything serious. It's to the point where the Mets are basically asking, hey, what's going on? What are we we looking at? What are you guys thinking? And they're just making sure they keep contact with the Mets. But the Mets have clearly said they are not going to chase Jacob deGrom in free agency. They want Jacob deGrom. They're ready to make him a substantial offer, but they're not going to chase him. They're not going to be used to have the... To have a bidding war or have the price go up. And they're not going to chase him or wait on him. They want to feel where he's at. And right now, Jacob deGrom and his camp apparently want to test the waters or look elsewhere. Now, the other aspect of this, and it's an important one, that the Mets, and I don't know what it is, but they reportedly have a... Limit to where they're willing to go with DeGrom. This is again something that Andy Martino of SOI was saying yesterday that with talking to the Mets, he feels like they're not likely to extend beyond whatever their, let's say, three year commitment would be to DeGrom. Let's say three years, 45 million a year, which I don't know about you. I mean, I think that that's fair. I get that he's younger than Max Scherzer. He's also been more hurt than Max Scherzer. He got pitched 11 games last year, and you're going to go out there and give him 50 million bucks a year? For what, four or five years? Yeah, well, here you go. Here's 500 million, Jake. Sure. Take us beyond the woodshed because you had two great years in 2018, 2019. Doesn't work like that. As great a value as the Mets got into Grom in 2018, 2019, they got nothing from him the last two years. So let's call it even. Even Steven. And this is not the Mets saying, well, we don't want the player because he's broken down. We don't want the player because we don't believe in him. This is not that. The Mets want Jacob deGrom just like they wanted Edwin Diaz. The difference is that Diaz wanted the Mets. DeGrom hasn't shown clearly that he wants the Mets to a point where they're not even really talking. And I'm sick and tired of the back and forth. And I'm not going to be heartbroken if and when Jacob deGrom decides to go elsewhere. Good luck elsewhere, and then the Mets can move on and use that money on somebody who's actually going to play 150 games, potentially. Um, just so over the whole, oh, does DeGrom want to be here? Is he going to come back or not? And look, if you don't want to be here, that's fine. Good luck somewhere else. Good luck in Texas or Atlanta. I couldn't care less. The Mets, at this point, will be fine. Will they miss Jacob DeGrom? Yeah, I mean, they'll miss the 2018-2019 DeGrom, who took them out every five days and was the best pitcher in baseball. One, two of the great seasons of all time. Yeah, they'll miss him. That guy's not here anymore. Or at least he wasn't when the Mets needed the most last season. Was 2018-2019 or even peak 2020 Jacob DeGrom in Atlanta final weekend of the year where they needed one shutdown game? No, he wasn't. Because that Jacob DeGrom didn't give up three home runs. This one did. And this is the one who's going to want $50 million for what? Four years. So the Mets have handled this right, but I'm just fed up with DeGrom and hearing the crap that I heard and watching this now play out. Like, I get it. You're this close to free agency. You want to go test the waters? Fine. But there's reason to believe that if DeGrom wanted to be back with the Mets, they might have been able to work or at least start working on the framework of a lucrative deal that would keep him here for the next few years, at the very least. And you just don't get the feeling that that's the case. Now, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but like I said, I've had enough with the, oh, is he going to stay or is he not? If if you get the feeling he's not, good for the Mets saying they're not going to chase him down. Go out there and get the next guy that you want. Next up, change course. Now, for the Yankees. This is where it's different. There is no excuse for the New York Yankees. I mean, think about it. We're talking about New York baseball teams potentially losing the two top free agents in the sport, where usually it's the New York baseball teams. Now, I know for the Mets, you have to go a ways back, but still, usually it's been the two New York baseball teams get other teams top free agents. The Mets can't really blame him because this is on the player. The Yankees, it's not on the player. This is not on Aaron Judge. This is the Yankees' own fault for not giving Judge a quality offer prior to the start of the season. They lowballed him. I knew it. He knew it. Some of us knew it. Not everybody, because some people would say, Oh, you should have taken the deal, should have taken the deal. No, he's only gonna get a hundred more million than the two hundred and thirteen million that he was offered. No, they lowballed him. They lowballed him, they leaked it, they ticked him off. That's the Yankees and Brian Cashman. That's what they do sometimes. Did it to Jeter, did it to Judge. And now, because of that, Aaron Judge wants to test the market, as he should. He's on the right. See, this is the difference between the two. You could say, well, how come you're saying Judge can test the market but not DeGrom? No, DeGrom could test the market, but he's not going to likely get more money than the Mets. And it's not like the Mets lowballed DeGrom. He opted out, and the Mets still want the player back. They've made it clear they haven't gotten to a, a framework. With Judge, the Yankees did prior to the year. They showed what they thought he was worth. He felt he was worth a lot more. He was right. They were wrong. And by the way, even if he does want to go test the free agent waters 5 o'clock Thursday evening, the Yankees still should be in the driver's seat. And I'm starting to get the feeling that they aren't in the driver's seat. It's like the Yankees are operating like a less-than organization. When they're the New York Yankees, we shouldn't be worried about the Yankees losing Aaron Judge. The best player in baseball on the New York Yankees, the richest team in baseball. Sign him. I don't care what the deal is. Judge will, you know Aaron Judge wants to be a Yankee, and you know Judge will be back if it is the highest offer that the Yankees have. The only way they could possibly lose Aaron Judge at least according to common sense from what we've seen from Judge here. Uh, Maybe he's playing, you know, decoy here, and he could go and want to go home and sign with the Giants, whatever. I believe Judge wants the best offer, but I also believe he wants that best offer to be from the Yankees. I firmly believe that's the case. He wants a lot of money, but he wants it from the Yankees. Well, the Yankees could give it to him. So what are we doing here? Why, Why, A, have we even gotten to this point? And, B, why are they messing around? Why don't they just blow him away with an offer? And say, we want to keep you here, big boy. Tell us what you want. What do you think is fair? Now, if he's going to say $400 million, then you could say, all right, we're not saying no. But let's see what you get out, you know, what kind of offer you get out there. And then come back to us and we'll match it. Or whatever, however that inner workings work. But the point is now it's like the Yankees are like, oh, I don't know. Shoot, I don't know. He may go elsewhere. He may leave for more money. Well that should never ever be the case with this caliber of player and I've been going back and forth thinking oh maybe they're better off like, nonsense they're not better off go sign the best player in the game I don't care if it's eight years I don't care if it's seven years whatever the you know money is 40 million bucks whatever it may be worry about that later matter of fact you don't even worry about it because you're the New York Yankees you don't have to worry about that okay so what if we get judged and can't use the money elsewhere well you got more money use it Start acting like the Yankees again. This shouldn't be either or. Well, it's either Judge or we use that money to go build other pieces. Now, I'm not saying you got to get every player that's a $300 $300 million contract. But Aaron Judge, there is no excuse for the Yankees to let Aaron Judge go. None. It's their fault that they're in this predicament from the get-go. And now... We have to wait it out. And now we're going to see what other teams, and according to reports, the Giants will not be outbid. That's a problemo. Giants not going to be outbid? Uh Uh-oh. Time for the Yankees to put their big boy pants on again. Step into the deep end of the pool, the old gourmet section. You get what you pay for. You want the best player in baseball or not, and he's yours. He's more valuable to the Yankees than anywhere else. He's established here. The fan base loves him. Fan base is irate enough. Imagine if Judge leaves. And we shouldn't have even gotten to this point. And the reason why we are is because the Yankees have been operating like the bronze freaking bombers. As opposed to the New York Yankees. So, two people. Or two entities as we said. One player, DeGrom. He needs to figure out what the hell he wants to do. You don't want to be here? Fine, bye. I'm going to go. I don't want to be back with New York. You get the feeling that he's using the Mets, and the Mets are too smart to let that be the case. But there's still, hey, we're trying to talk to him. And Billy Epler can say that, oh, I think there's a good deal of interest on DeGrom's part. BS. I'm not buying it. I don't get that sense. I think Epler's hopeful, wants it to be the case. I'm not buying that there's a great deal or a good deal of interest. On his part. Use the facts. That we have right now. There was a great deal on Edwin Diaz part to return. That's not the case with DeGrom. And we still don't know. Whether he wants. More money. Whether he wants a different location. No one knows. I would be willing to bet DeGrom would prefer to go elsewhere. And is awaiting a big time offer. And the only way he ends up here is if he doesn't get anywhere near what the Mets would be willing to give him. Whether it's per year, whether it's long-term. You no, know, Mets probably want to be in that sweet spot of three years. And DeGrom probably looking for four or five. Good luck getting that. Anyway, so DeGrom, I'm sick of him. And with the Yankees, I'm sick of the way they're operating. 877-337-6666, the number to call. I'm also sick of the Rangers and the way that they're playing. We can get into that a little bit later on as well, but starting with the baseball year and the free agency, and then not only with DeGrom and Judge and being the two main names here, but you also kind of feel like each team is being held up by what DeGrom and Judge are going to ultimately do. Again, Yankees own fault. Mets kind of waiting on DeGrom to a certain point. But if they are bringing those guys back, it changes a lot as far as what else, what's the next move to come. And if they're not, then it's, well, okay, well, I guess, you know, this significant amount of money opened up, let's say $40 million per for each team. How are we going to go spend that? So it's not just that you're annoyed with the caliber of player that is potentially leaving New York, but also the trickle-down effect that we have where they're waiting on DeGrom and Judge before really big moves or other moves can be made.
2: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Be the ball. Call the fan at
1: 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. of back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Let's get back to the phones, or not get back to, but we can start with the phones going to 5 a.m. this morning. 5 a.m. Could be worse. It could be Rosie. I was just talking Fleegs and Rosie having a conversation in there. and enjoying we we're just thinking about i have no responsibility for what just went on in the last five minutes <laughs> no, i know no rosie comes in and is going over his life story and i'm like dude yeah i mean things got to change Fleagues is at least married he got married recently he's doing well rosie you're single you got i mean do you have anything going oh, you're playing golf with jj you're going you're talking about proud i you're golf voting. a lot yeah yeah watch i mean dude what are we doing here it's a problem are you living on your own yet or no No. Yeah. No. After the discussion we just had, you think yeah, I'm living no, on my own? I, I mean, the guys used to get on me for that. I remember, Sal, you know, you're know, living in your mom's house? I'm like, dog, I'm making $25,000 a year. Where exactly do you know that I could get out? I live with roommates. Oh, okay, where? in? Uh, Astoria. Astoria? Oh, yeah, that's where I used to live, years ago. Yes. Anyway. Positive stop, conversation. Stop buddy. betting on hockey. I know. Life's, life's problems. I'm like, how old are you? What, 30? Like 37? I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> You better pick it up. you have any prospects on the horizon or what? Uh, in what area of life are we talking about? My golf game, the socially work, what are we talking about? You, like you going to get meet a girl soon and get married? I can't tell you if I'm going to meet a girl soon. So, so you have no prospects? No, I, I didn't say that. I just don't know. I, I didn't say that. No farm system going on? What, the, what just happened? I don't know what just happened, but I saw your face. I looked over. Something happened with the phones. Every single phone call just dropped. Uh, either, either they don't like you, Rosie, or there was a problem with the phone. Um, anyway, no prospects. No, no, no. Um, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I, I'm, I'm slow. We're, 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 we're doing things. All right. Well, good luck, Rosie. And you know, obviously, this is your. We, we just we talk basically once a week on this night. This is your weekend here. Enjoy. Try to. Try to pick it up a little bit, all right? I'm going to try to enjoy. Thank you for that thrilling, <laughs> uplifting conversation we just had. Well, we have to take the conversation back off here, and maybe it could get a little bit better for you. 877 eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Yeah, that was bizarre. I was about to end the conversation go to the phones. It was like, pff, all the phones just dropped off right at once. But now they're back up. All right, let's go to them. Linda is calling from Forest Hills. What's up, Linda? Hey,
4: Sal. How are you doing? How are you, Linda? Good. Um, if you could just indulge me. With a couple of points on the Mets, mm-hmm. um, specifically De- Degrom, but I just want to say first of all, uh, okay, the DS signing was great. You know that needed to happen, but we all know how vocal I've been about not trusting Epler and his decision making and whatever. Um, hearing that they picked up Vogelbach's option mm-hmm. <laughs> did not. I was not pleased about that first of all. Well, me neither. I mean, it's
1: only a million and a half bucks. It's not a big deal, but the issue that I have with it, it's pretty simple, Linda. You know, he's not actually good at playing baseball, and I got to see these people talking, oh, he mashes right-handed pitching, he destroys right-handed. No, he doesn't.
4: (laughs) No, he doesn't. No, he does not. He is a station to station player. You can't count on him to score on a single, and, you know, all he does is his on-base percentage is totally based off of walks. He doesn't the walks swing the case. bat. He, doesn't he does sw- not swing the bat. And, you know, if if someone does get a hit and he's on the base, he's likely to be stranded. He's, he's
1: a liability. So here's the thing, Linda, right? When I, and it's just me, and maybe other people could look at the numbers and, and get excited about things. Maybe you're with me here, though, Linda. If I look at a baseball player and say, okay, can he run? Can he field? Can he throw? Well, Vogelback can't do any of those. Then I say, okay, well, can, no. he, can he hit for a high average? no can he hit for a lot of power no well then what exactly does he do draw a few walks uh get a couple of singles i mean what what no, is daniel vogelback doing exactly for a million and a half dollars
4: if you're going to tell me that he's going to be used as possible trade bait or if he's exclusively going to be a player off the bench and not in a stupid platoon situation with darren ruff who's also going to be on this team god help us
1: Here's the thing. You know. No, I don't know. I don't think Ruff is going to be back. I mean, I, I hadn't checked that. I just assumed that he's not. But anyway, Vogelback's irrelevant right now. I mean, we're wasting too much time on it, Linda. I get the annoyance with it. I was annoyed as well. But it, we've wasted too much time. He is irrelevant at best on this team. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful toward him. But mm-hmm. the Mets need to be bigger and better than Vogelback, yeah. And they will. But it was, a, you know, in their view, a smart move to pick that player up at a million and a half dollars to where they look at it and say, "Hey, we might be able to get this, even if it's a bench player or a part-time DH, whatever it may be." You know, for a million and a half bucks, why not?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and like um, I said, I just gave you ten reasons why not. But anyway, they they uh, right. obviously disagree. Right.
4: Um, on the ground, um, so the Mets need to sign this guy. You know, um, if you want to say at the beginning of the season, it's, uh, spring training, you know, he shouldn't have said his intention was to opt out. I can agree with that. But, you know, I think he's earned that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. We have been so spoiled by this guy being lights out for so many years that when he has an outlier performance that he had, you know, in Oakland, we, we as fans question whether he has anything left. Now, you want to say he has an injury history? That's also valid. But you know what? Who else is out there? Who else is out there that's better? Jacob Degrom's degram's game is still better heads above true than than 75 percent of other pitchers in the league well that is true
1: and it's why the mets want him back but at what cost i mean they're not going to overpay or overextend Uh, for a guy who pitched 11 Uh, games linda
4: i don't personally i don't care i don't care injury history and all they have to because this this guy is the modern day Seaver for this generation, okay. And if they let him go and he puts on another team's uniform, it's going to bite. Well, them. What, if what if he doesn't? What if he doesn't want to be here, though? If he doesn't want to be here, then you know what? Go on your way and go pitch in Texas, and we'll see if you right. win there. Okay. But well, then, well, he's not going to win there. To, they they have to do whatever they can to to get this guy signed. I don't care.
1: Yeah, and I think I, I think that they will, Linda, and thank you for the call. I appreciate you checking in. I think that they will do whatever they feel is necessary to get him signed. I don't think DeGrom ultimately wants to be here, and we're going to find out. I mean, that's a good thing. We're going to find out, and that's kind of the point to the open. I'm sick and tired of waiting on, oh, does he want to be here? Does he not? Oh, does he want to be here? Does he not? I don't care anymore. Either get a deal done or go get a deal done somewhere else. I hope he goes to talk to Texas and Atlanta. You think the grass is greener? Good. Go enjoy it. You don't want to be here. There shouldn't be. See DeGrom, if, from my perspective, DeGrom should be handling things the way that Diaz did. I get that every player is different. But DeGrom, or even judge. Judge handled it perfectly. He basically said, "I want to be here. I just want what I'm worth. This is where I want to be. I just want a, a the, the 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 right offer for my productivity." DeGrom has never said that. Never. We've heard Mark say things. We've heard Zach Wheeler say things. We've heard Billy Epler say, oh, I think the interest is is there. And I'm calling BS. I don't believe it because I haven't heard it from DeGrom. I've heard the rumblings. I've heard the rumors. I haven't heard it from DeGrom that this is where he wants to be and he just wants to get his market value, whatever that may be. The Mets haven't even heard the numbers that DeGrom Wants? I don't think he knows. They don't know. What does he think he's going to get? Sixty million a year? I mean, well, I don't. I'm not sure what exactly he thinks. They can't come up with a framework for a deal. Hey, this is what we want: fifty million, five years. We're not taking anything less than that. I mean, whatever. Maybe four years. I'm or forty-five million, five years or four years. I, I don't know what it is but they can't say that's what their framework is or this is what it's going to take to get it done to where the Mets are ready to make a substantial offer. The Mets are inquiring. DeGromeda's camp have no idea what the framework for a deal would be potentially. Come on now. Jimmy's in Levittown. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, Sal.
3: Before I make my Yankee point, uh, big win by the Islanders tonight. I know you probably, I know you're a ranger, fan, but... uh, you no, know, this team to show what they were really made of years
1: ago. And they, to do it with a backup goalie, to do it again down two goals in the third period yep. on the road, yeah, they do. I mean, clearly they missed Lee last year. Nice to have him back. They look. The Islanders were a great team two, three years ago. They had a little setback last year, but they're back in prime position this year, looking really good. Off the Calgary win, and then this one—that is a big time yep. performance for the Isles. Yeah, a lot of fun. All
3: right, so so back to Judge. So, now, here's my theory, though, Sal. So, are the Yankees going to conduct business without knowing the Judge is going to stay or not? Are they just going to let these guys come off the board and go into the season? If Judge doesn't come back, which, whatever. I mean, you know, Tom Stever left. Anybody could leave. But, like, are they going to conduct business? Or are they going to say, well, we're going to give you a Judge, but you're still going to get Donaldson, you're still going to get Hicks, you're still going to get these two guys to catch her, and we have no closer? That, that's my fear here. But that's you're, like, you're right,
1: and it's a a good fear or a good thought to have. That's not on Judge, obviously. That's on the organization, right? I, I mean, they need to. Yeah, I, I we, can't, we can't just say, and I've fallen into the trap, Jimmy, of where I would say the same thing like, ah, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe they're better off. I said it last night, uh, they might be better off letting Judge go. But then I thought about it. No, that's not the right mentality. That's a loser's. Mentality. This is New York. This is the Yankees. Sign Judge, and then go get the right players that you need to fill in the rest of the team. That's how the Yankees should be operating. What's happening here?
3: Well, listen. Obviously, you know the old adage is just, if the old man was still alive, but you know what? He's not. And you know, do you remember like the, the, the K. dollar and all these guys that were terrible? Yeah, Sterling you know, Hitchcock, Carl go. Pavano. Yeah, you let them go, take your money. Nice to know you. It ain't happening no more. Donaldson's going to be their opening day. Hicks is going to be their opening day. The catches are going to be their opening day. And, you know, in my opinion, I would give Judge, I would say, his 8 at 40 for 320. I need to know now. I really do. I, I you, you can't handcuff them. And I think that's a fair offer for a 31-year-old baseball player. So. So uh, I'm uh, going to go to bed now. You have a good night, Pat. Well,
1: thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate you checking in. And you can catch the rest of the show when you wake up on the free Honesty app. I think that what you just said is more than fair. And had the Yankees done that prior to the start of the season, they probably would have gotten it done. $40 million a year, eight years, three million. Let's go, Aaron. Now, if Judge turned that down, that's a different story. And look, maybe he ends up getting more than that. But I believe if the Yankees would have offered him that initially, we wouldn't have been having this conversation. He would have signed it. He probably would have taken $300 million. I would think that if the Yankees went to judge before the year and gave him a $300 million offer, he probably would have been locked up. But they didn't, and here we are. And now he's going to get above $300 million. But the Yankees are playing chicken. And have been. Now they got to wait it out. I mean, they want him. They want to hear what's going on. But he's going to go test the waters, as he should, because they sent him there. The Mets didn't send DeGrom there. The Mets signed DeGrom to a contract that he opted out of with two years remaining. Then the Mets have said they are ready to make a substantial offer, but yet they're not getting anywhere with talking to DeGrom's representatives. They finally talked to him yesterday, but it didn't really go anywhere. It was probably just a checking in. Hey, what's going on? Just letting you know. Yeah, we're still interested. Okay, yeah, we're going to wait things out. Vince is calling from Brooklyn. What's up,
5: Vince? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call this morning. Thanks for making it. Um, No problem. Listen, um, this whole thing depends on... How healthy can both of these guys stay? I mean, is it guaranteed that uh, that Woody call uh, Judge is gonna hit another sixty two homers next year? No. Right is the Grom gonna be able to sit there and pitch and win 50, at least fifteen, twenty games this year? That's not, none of this is guaranteed and I'm pretty sure that these organizations are taking that into consideration. Well, at least the Yankees in the Metro because they're already seeing what they've gotten from the Grom mm. and from Judge over right. the last couple of years. Okay, so now you wanna give uh let it let them let them slide and talk to somebody else. Um, let them walk and talk to somebody else and see and see what they get out of the deal. See what they you know what what, what can they do for another team. You understand what I'm saying? There's there's no guarantee that they're they're going to perform as great as they can. You ought to give somebody eight years. He's 31 years old. You're going to give him eight years. Yeah, because that's what it's going to take
1: to get him done. You're just going to let the best player in baseball or one of them walk like that? Yeah,
5: yeah, one of the best players in baseball. Like I said, there's no guarantee that he's going to perform exactly like you did this
1: year. I would think, though, Vince, you know that going in. This year was an aberration. If you're under the impression that, well, Judge hit 62 homers, Uh, He's he's going to give him $400
5: million. No. no, no.
1: Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. I don't think the Yankees are going to come too far north of what their original offer is just because he hit 62 homers. That would be stupid. Even me, who's in Judge's corner, and I want to see Judge get as much money as he can because he earned it with the season he had. And I think Brian Cashman understands that. You still have to be realistic he's not gonna probably ever hit 60 home runs again in his life and if he did yeah, I mean look I
5: mean but he, still he, he not even come close he might not even
1: come close but he's still worth you know close to 40 million dollars a year or whatever 35 million dollars a year I mean Aaron judge is still worth that he's still gonna Gotta hit stay
5: healthy in a bad, in
1: a bad year judge will hit 40 uh, between 40 and 50 home
5: runs Nah, uh, you really think that I don't know I, do. I don't know I, I, I believe that they they gotta stay healthy, especially DeGrom. You no, know how that's much...
1: that's a whole nother thing about this. You talk about DeGrom. he pitched in eleven games last year. Yeah. Eleven games. You gonna pay that guy forty five million dollars a year?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Laugh for the rest of the night. Listen, guy, thanks for taking my yeah, call. Well, thank and, you,
1: Vince. Yeah, and, I, and I, pre- time on. I appreciate time on. yeah, no, I appreciate checking in. I mean, I don't know if I appreciate being cold guy, but nonetheless, I do appreciate you listening and taking the time to call. Sal is just fine. But no, with deGrom, I mean, think about that. And I, I understand why pitchers are worth a ton of money. But I mean, th- there is some audacity there. I have no idea. I don't think anybody could what DeGrom's issue is going to be moving forward. How could you how could you trust him? The fact that the Mets would be willing to, let's just say, give him $140 million, roughly. If you go a little over $45 million a year times three, you're talking about $140 million. Maybe they come up to 150 Maybe they go to $150 million for three years. Now, that's a lot, but let's just say that they do. DeGrom's going to want more than that? And even if they do, you're committing... million to a guy who hasn't pitched in a full season in three years. I mean, that's insane. You're projecting that he's going to be healthy based on what? He hasn't been healthy recently. He's only getting older. What makes you think he's going to be healthy? And even when we saw him healthy this year, he wasn't his dominant, near-perfect self. And... You know, to Linda's call earlier, she's right. A B-game Jacob deGrom is better than most anyway. All right, but deGrom's got to be able to take the mound every fifth day to make it worth it. People calling about Aaron Judge worrying about, oh, well, year five, six, and seven, he's always going to be hurt. Yeah, well, what about deGrom now? He's always hurt. Mets paid $30 million or whatever it was last year for deGrom for 11 starts two of which down the stretch that they desperately needed in Oakland where he got lit up and then against Atlanta where he gave up three homers. And I don't want you to get me wrong. I love Jacob deGrom, the pitcher. Probably the best that I've ever seen in those two years. I mean, he was near perfect. I didn't watch Seaver. I was young enough to appreciate Gooden, but a different level. I wasn't, you know... I wasn't even in my teens, really, where Doc was at his best. That was maybe five or six years old. Jacob deGrom in 2018 and 2019 had near-perfect seasons, and even the Mets screwed those up. Only the Mets could ruin Jacob deGrom's starts where he was near-perfect every time out. But that was on them, not him. So this is not me not liking DeGrom personally or whatever. And regardless of the stuff that I've heard, I don't even care about that. Does he want to be here or not? And if he does want to be here, then I do think it's worth it for the Mets to take that risk. But it is a big risk. And I'm not sure how much more he thinks he's going to get. That's kind of the point. What team is going to give him 35 or let's say $40, 40 million a year and maybe he gets $40 million a year for four years, which would be 160 I mean, is he getting, does he think he's getting $200 million? I don't believe that that's going to be the case. But, hey, maybe we'll find out when he tests the free agent waters, 5 o'clock on Thursday. Your official station to talk Giants.
2: The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today.
1: on the fan 877-337-6666 is the phone number whatever it is you want to discuss on this now Wednesday morning the week just flying on by and hot stove baseball is the key topic tonight we mentioned a little bit with the Rangers and Islanders at the Garden Islanders with another impressive win even without Sorokin back to backs they have Arlamov in net they come back again down two goals in the third period Rangers got some issues right now anyway Eight, and then you get the Knicks and Nets later on tonight, and we'll be able to react to that when we're back on. I think we're on 2 a.m. though tomorrow, so, you know, tonight slash tomorrow morning. 877-337-6666. Rich is in Staten Island. Good morning, Rich. Hey, Sal. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you for making it. I appreciate it.
6: Uh, you know, Sal, I'm sorry, DeGrom. I, I, I give him $35 million a year for three years, and that's a gift. I'm not going to pay full-time pitcher for a part-time, part-time pitcher. It's just, it's. would just,
1: you say 35 for three? 35
6: million a year uh, at three years. That's what? Well,
1: here's why he's not going to take that. He just turned down the option, uh, or he declined the option that was, I believe, 30. It was like 62 million for the two years. So you're talking about basically that same thing with one more year tacked on. He's not going to take that. He wants at least 40 million per year. That's what Mac Scherzer got. DeGrom is younger.
6: He, he, he's not getting Scherzer money. He's not getting. Well, remember,
1: he, he's younger he's younger significantly younger and you know he was at the top of his game a couple years ago he pitched well this year when he first came back and he had some moments but he wasn't at the top of his game near the end still pitched better than Scherzer though in both Atlanta and against San Diego in the wild card round
6: yeah that's true that's true i just i just think he's too fragile so well that I, is
1: well that is true and that's a different argument if you're saying that you believe at this point he's too fragile and I get it. I mean I think he is. I don't even know if that's an opinion. That has been fact that DeGrom is has been fragile. You pitched eleven games this year.
6: That's disgraceful. That's just that that's not somebody you can rely on. You got Scherza who's not pitching great, and you're gonna have DeGrom who's a part time, part time pitcher. So who do the Mets really And
1: and it'd be ninety million locked up in in those two guys, roughly and those two players, you know, per year.
6: That's Think, a lot of money.
1: Son. Yeah, and two players, right, who, who, again, missed the majority of the year. Think about this. DeGrom in 2018-2019, two of the best seasons that we've seen. That's correct. Started 32 games in each of those years. Light, yeah. Lights out. Yeah. Since then, now you had the pandemic year where we only started 12 games in the pandemic year. But whatever, it's, that's the pandemic. Since then, 15 games started in 2021. 15. Sure. And, a, and 11 games started last year.
6: Yeah. Who's going to, let's face it. Who who out there is going to give him four or five year guarantee? I I, I would I would I would run away from that. You you can't rely on four or five years for a part time part time pitcher. He's
1: thirty four years old. He'll be thirty five in June. Yeah. So you'd be getting you know he'll, he'll be thirty five this year. Uh, would, I I can't imagine that they would that he's going to get more than four years. I can't he, imagine. Would,
6: would would putting him in the
1: bullpen? uh be an option no 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 no. he's gonna for who i mean they, he's gonna want to start and whatever team that pays him they're gonna want to start
6: uh, i don't know i i i i think he's uh i i think you're walking on thin ice you're giving him four or five years really i i think that you you have to really look at the numbers and and, and make a decision make a tough he doesn't want to be here
1: well that's that's Number one, I mean that's potentially problem number one. I think the Mets are in line with you, Rich, where they're thinking, all right, it's a regardless with DeGrom, it's a risk because it's a lot of money and it's a guy who hasn't pitched in two years. Okay. So that's a, a risk from the get-go. Now, if the Mets are willing to say, and I believe that they are, three years at say 40 million a year, that's even too much. Well, but they're probably willing to go there. Anything more than that, they're gonna say no, because we're just throwing money away in all likelihood yeah, with the I, way that I you think, performed in the last two years. I think a significant part of that contract,
6: if it was forty million, would be on his past performance and being that he's a fan favorite.
1: Okay, but the Mets are willing to potentially suck that up well, and, and go out there and do it, which is fine. I think it's great by the organization. But okay. he can I mean, is somebody gonna give him four years, forty million? Uh no, uh, I don't. I don't know.
6: Not out there. And as far as Judd, I give him seven years, forty million a year. And you know, you know, Sal, uh, the Giants, if for him to have the same take-home pay because they got a higher tax rate in California, he'll get
1: more than that, though. I oh, think yeah,
6: well, the Giants would have to. The would have to offer him forty-five million a year.
1: Well, and they could give him. Spend? They could give him the eighth year. Well,
6: uh, uh, you know, <laughs>
1: a- see, if I'm Judge Rich, this is just me. I'm not taking a penny less than three hundred million, and I believe that he will get a three hundred million dollar contract. So I now. Thought-
6: and you look at there's an intrinsic value to, to playing for the New York Yankees. I believe. I believe the the residual effect of playing for the New York Yan- being the captain of the New York Yankees. Maybe,
1: but how much? I mean, you don't you don't know. And it, now, bottom yeah, line know, is it's
6: hard it's hard to it's hard to quantify how much.
1: All right, so let's just play a quick game. You're the Yankees, right? And you said you would offer what exactly again?
6: Forty million at seven years.
1: Forty million at seven years. And
6: captain, official
1: captain of the New York Yankees. Okay, two hundred eighty million dollars. right for seven years times 40 million right I'm the Giants and I'm gonna go to judge and say I'm gonna give you 42 million a year eight no let's see that may be a little much uh let's see let's see if I just do the eighth year yeah I'm the Giants I'll give them a little over 40 million for eight years a total value of 325 now you as the Yankees judge comes back to you and says, "Look, the Giants just gave me eight years, three hundred twenty-five million. You were at two eighty. What is your then counter offer to Aaron <sighs>
6: Judge? Yeah, yeah, boy, oh boy. I, I listen. Uh, I, I, I go to three hundred million. I I'd go up to forty-two million a year.
1: Fair enough. Okay, so you I come up it. to that's fair enough. You yeah. come up to three hundred million, and now." Aaron Judge has to make a decision. And Rich, honestly, I think that's how this is going to play out. If not, maybe not the exact numbers, but I think we're getting close. And thank you for the call, Rich. Good stuff. I think we're getting close to how it's going to play out. Giants say 325. Yankees come up to say 300, maybe 305. And then Judge has to make a decision. Does he want to remain a Yankee or does he want the extra 20 million? I believe that that's probably close enough. To where he would stay with the Yankees. But I don't know that. And then if I'm the Giants and I say, okay, the Yankees come up. Well, we'll come up to 330 or 340. And now the Yankees are going to say, well, we're not going there. The Yankees will probably have it capped at around 300. Maybe 305. Maybe something like that. I can't imagine they're going to go much higher than that. I do believe the Giants. Or maybe some mystery team. Who knows with these mystery teams. Maybe they do come out and, you know, give the extra year or, or have a significantly higher offer. Mike is calling from Massapequa. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. No, Mike. All right. Eli is calling from Suffering. What's up, Eli? Hey, Sal. How you doing? How are you, Eli?
0: Doing well. Thanks for taking my call.
1: Thanks nice for making it.
0: I, I love it. I love how the energy that you bring to the late night, man. So I appreciate it. You know, not many like you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Sure. And I I also love uh, watching you on SNY. So uh, nice to talk to you. Well, thank Um, you very much. I
1: I appreciate it. I love when callers, and we've got a bunch of them. I love when they say that because, I mean, it's nice. You get get the combination. You're watching the TV show, and then you get a chance to listen at night, and I really do appreciate uh, the support.
0: Sure, my man. Um, I want to say something a little... Based on my gut feeling, but as I was waiting on hold for a long time, I decided I'm going to do some research to back it up with some data. Um, and I'll just tell you my gut feeling. It's that I think J- Jacob Gram is a, is a very selfish player. Um, I think I, I rarely see him talking to any teammates. This, this season, I happen to see him talking to Scherzer in the dugout and a little, you know, because they're two elite pitchers and he's a veteran and maybe, you know, he wants to get something from them. But in general, I just always see him as a loner, um, to himself, pitching for himself. And if you want, if you want to look into, you know, what might be the reason the Mets never give him run support, because I think when he's there out on the mound, the, the team doesn't feel attached to him. They don't feel like he's he's out there pitching for them. They feel like he's out there for himself, and they don't bring that extra energy like you know other other teams bring for their uh, favorite players.
1: Well, um, I think there and, might and, I, I, look. I, I it's speculation. Uh, I think there might be some truth to what you're saying, but remember too, Degrom wasn't getting run support in 2018, 2019. This is a different ball club now. But I do. I, I don't know if I would say no. That no,
0: it, no. I'm saying all along he's been selfish. Well, that that's the, that's the different he point. Get the run
1: support. I I can. I I think that you're onto something there. I I don't know if DeGrom necessarily. Now again, I'm not there in the clubhouse, so I haven't seen it, and I hate to even speculate. But the stuff that you hear, it doesn't make it sound like he is I mean, just for whatever the games, reason. He's one the of the dugout. guys. You
0: know, everybody, all the players are schmoozing with each other, and usually he's to himself. And this year is the first year I saw him talking to somebody, and it was Scherzer, and they're probably you know talking craft and whatnot, but another thing I wanted to bring up about the ground and and by the way if you if you haven't if you don't know it by now, I really don't want the Mets to sign him yeah um right. another thing is that with with his health right he's clearly you know not reliable uh not so healthy, but I think one of the reasons he wasn't so effective towards the end of the season, and honestly, you know, according to baseball reference, the whole entire season he was one of the most atrocious pitchers third time through the order um you know the the stats just he was one of the most dominant pitchers um the first two times through the order but you could look at it 2022 on baseball reference a baseball reference first mm-hmm. time through the order he had a batting average against of 250 650 slugging 936 ops and that was on a batting average and in bowl of play of 227 which came down tremendously from the first two times in the order so that's with getting lucky and having a 227 BABIP he still got crushed. Um, I was at the Dodgers game when Nimmo made that, you know, rob that mm-hmm. run. And, you know, he had seven innings, one run ball. It was probably his signature, signature start of the year. He was getting clocked in that seventh inning. He, um, the, the catcher, um, A.J. Smith, Will Smith, yeah, he hit one to deep right center part of the field. Turner wow. got robbed by Nemo. Well, I mean, he, was
1: I, I, we, it, we, he, he got hit hard. I mean, he was ineffective. bottom line, Eli, and thank you for the call. I got to get to an update here. Bottom line, he got hit harder this year than we were ever accustomed to seeing DeGrom get hit. I mean, since 2018, not pre 2018, where he would, you know, get hit occasionally, whatever. 2018, he was not human. 2019, same thing. This year was, huh, Superman is human. And the start in Atlanta with the three home runs. The wild card game, he was good and battled. Not vintage to but still very good. All right, we'll get back to your calls on the side. 877 337 6666 Plenty of the same. You know, we'll get into degrom a little bit more. Maybe where the Mets go if they don't have DeGrom or where they should go, even if they do. Bring back to Grom. Same for the Yankees. Not encouraging if you listen to Brian Cashman speak. I was encouraged. Now, I don't love Appler, but I was encouraged by him saying, Hey, we got business to tend to. We got a lot to get to here. Cashman was just like, Hmm, we am going to wait on Aaron Judge and then go from there. We got a lot of young guys we're going to be bringing up. I think you could probably pick the Yankee lineup for the most part looking ahead to next year.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?